Hey everyone, this is Thomas Johnson. And this is Jeff Key. And this is The Godless Godless Left. And today we are discussing the problems with Walmart and companies like that. But I have to take a moment to congratulate our friend Jeff for a wonderful milestone for him. For that he finally got himself a raise on his job. And a brand new cell phone. Yep. Should I tell him how? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, during our last podcast, we were bombarded by his uh, supervisor from his you know, current employment. Yep. And last weekend, we were delayed on producing an episode because of said person. Uh, lying to him about his coming into work early or whatever on his day off. Yeah, she sucked me into working seven and a half hours that day. When it was supposed to be your day off. Yep. And we had plans. Yep. And so I took it upon myself to handle the situation, <laughs> which I was afraid was going to cost him his job, but uh, what have you. So she proceeded to ask for Jeff. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Jeff's not here right now through my through text. This is his friend Thomas. He's currently under the influence and very worn out and sore. We had some... Uh, we had some midgets over. We had some kinky fucking midgets come over. Uh, involved sprinkles. We had a couple of leather gimps. And right now, he's really worn out. He couldn't even fucking walk, you know? Just sore, sore in all the right places. <laughs> so, <laughs> we got a long pause from his boss. Then she's like, tell Jeff that I said that, you know, I'm trying to get hold of him. Took a selfie with me, my cheesy grin, my thumb up. I added along with that, I was like, well, we're always looking for more. You know, there's always <laughs> room for more. So, we got dead silence from the phone throughout the whole time. <laughs> yep. She stopped. Then, right before he's about to leave my house to go home, we decided to have him call his boss. Yep. And she gave him an earful. Like, you know what your friend did to me all those obscene messages? <laughs> you better come into work early next day. I'm just talking about midgets. We weren't implying in detail what we were doing to the midgets, <laughs> even though there was none. <laughs> Trust me, if there was some hot midgets here, boy, I'll be like, okay, you get this one, I get this one, but that's another one. Uh, I just want Trixie, man. That's all I want. <laughs> And there's a cute midget stripper named Trixie. There's a red-headed ginger looking for your acquaintance. But anyway... Anytime. <laughs> giggity. <laughs> anyway, lo and behold, he goes into work. He doesn't get fired. I got a new cell phone. <laughs> and a couple days later, he gets a raise. Yep. So, the wonders of being perverted. <laughs> the wonders of the magical abilities of Midgets and sprinkles. Well, midgets are God's chosen people. Yes. The wee folk are a very kind and pleasant folk, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it just goes to show that, you know, 
you, you, you gotta take a chance, man. <laughs> and obviously your boss needs to get fucking laid. I swear, it sounds like she has a fucking broomstick up her ass. Up somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> obviously he's not sanded down because there's splinters in her cooter. So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, I just want to congratulate you on having Thank a you. good week, man. Uh, took a gamble. You're not fired. Nope. So... I think the purpose of the cell phone was so she don't have to encounter my crazy <laughs> ass again. <laughs> hey, that's what friends do. Look out for each other. Yep. But anyway, back to Walmart and those crinkly old incestuous fuckers, you know. <laughs> See, Walmart is a corporation that's been around for decades. Yeah. As fucking town after town, bleeding them dry. Yep. They go to a small town. The small town's excited to have them there. And then all their business ends up at the small town. And those businesses that were there originally. Slaves to Walmart. Yep. Well, let me explain how things go with certain towns. Like, for example, Sand Springs, Oklahoma. Okay? Which is just... You know, five minutes outside of Tulsa, where I live, uh, Walmart created a location in Sand Springs across the river, part of Sand Springs called Prattville. Yep. They made a deal with Sand Springs that, you know, as long as they're there, they cannot have any other rival competition there. Yeah. Okay. When the old location closed up, okay, and they moved over to where they're at now in the main part of Sand Springs, the old building was left vacant for a long time because they specifically told the town of Sand Springs that they cannot have any competitor take hold of that building yeah. in that location because it will... Uh, uh, go gets a contract the city signed with the company. Basically, what it means is any other opportunity or any other company or business or retailer cannot own that space or use that space. Or let alone be in that area because yeah. it would ruin the contract that they had with Walmart. Yeah. In other words, the city sells out the people of that town just to have a Walmart in that location. Yeah. It's not up to the people's decision on that. These people are promised all these wonderful grand things, but they have to sacrifice so much in the process. Yep. You know, you got to understand that. So when your town dries up, when a Walmart gets put in place, it's not Walmart alone you have to fucking blame. It's the... The mayor, the city council that actually decided, hey, let's put one in there. Yeah. Okay? Because that's how it works. They they get into your local, you know, politics. Again, with them people first. Because the lovely thing about government is that even if the, uh, the society, the city, the country is losing money, that doesn't mean the politicians that are serving the community are losing money. The only thing they're serving is a bunch of horse shit, but that's just me, <laughs> you know? 
I mean, well, they're serving themselves. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Lubricate my cup with the tears of the poor. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Walmart has made a fucking reputation by doing shit like this, and. I, along, uh, me and you both worked yeah. for Walmart. I worked there for almost four years. Yeah. I worked there for a lot less, for about <laughs> six months. I've seen a lot of shit. I, yeah. I mean, good lord. I mean, there was an incident where a woman left her baby in the, her car in the parking shit. lot in the middle of the summertime, and the baby damn died. Yeah. Luckily, fire, people called it in, paramedics, firefighters, fire, Brought the baby in. They, I was in the break room when all this shit went down. They brought the kid into the break room, resuscitated the kid. Okay. Yeah. They brought the mother and her grandmother into the break room. All of us is looking, staring daggers through these people. I'm like, let's throw the bitch to the wolves. You know, <laughs> lock the bitch up, take the kid away. Yeah. No. The the people that run my store at Walmart in Sea Springs. Decided to ship her out the back door, give the kid back to the parent, because they didn't want any more added negative publicity on yep. their store. Yeah. Instead of letting the Child Protective Services and Sea Springs Tulsa Police do their job, instead they gave the kid back to the parent that left it in the car to begin with. And we were told not to say anything or we get fired. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's horseshit, you know? I call it bullshit, you know? I mean, that kid could have died because this parent, her mom was so eager to go to our fucking sale. <laughs> What's so life-changing about shopping at fucking Walmart that you have to sacrifice your kid? It's like, it's like, you know, sacrifice... Oh, Sam Walton up in retail heaven. I sacrificed my three-year-old for some new fucking sweatpants. I mean, come well, on. In the way some of these employees at Walmart talk about Sam Walton. They're fucking brainwashed. Yes. That's because they've been so fucking... Like I said before we start recording. A lot of these people have no nothing else to do. They're so committed to that job. That even though they're so high up at their rankings, uh, they have so many good marks on them, they're still not going to pay worse shit, but they're afraid that if they quit at any point in time, they lose all the shit that they earned yeah. and stuff like that, and they have to start off somewhere else at lesser I was space watching these videos <sighs> yesterday of uh, people chanting the Walmart chant. And this one guy, like, uh, uh, squirming on the fucking floor. <laughs> like they're in a goddamn Pentecostal church. Okay, people. Early in the mornings, if you go into Walmart, they have these little uh, store meetings. Yep. And, and they're very religious. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I, I left the church for a fucking reason, okay? <laughs> I didn't want to go to a job where I had to fucking relive those nightmares. <laughs> but they do this shit. It's like, okay, our market score is this much, people. Yay! All right, let's do the cheer. And <laughs> go get them out there. It's like, fuck off. 
You pull me away from a fucking truckload of milk just for this fucking Barney bullshit? I mean, come on. And, and mind you, you can be in the middle of fucking working. It's like, okay, we got to go to a meeting. Yep. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ, somebody. You know, I, I'm just like, and here's what fucking pisses me off. The creme de la creme of fucking bullshit. I bet you people don't realize this, but when we was working at Walmart, they had a thing called a uh, overtime freeze. An overtime freeze is basically you can put in sixty plus hours of of work in a week. You have all this overtime built up. They and can, you will never be paid for those sixty hours. No, they'll be like, hell no, we we're having an overtime freeze for this period of time. We'll let you know when. It'll end, okay? So you can have all that overtime build up. You get your check. You're expected 60 hours on your check. You get 38 on your check. I've seen it happen to a shit ton of people. I had it done to me. Okay? And if Walmart associates were employees, that might be different. Mm-hmm. But they're associates. Which means it's a loophole for them to get away with doing this shit to people. Because... They're not associ- They're not employees. They're associates. They're working with the company, not for the company. And I'm like, bullshit, <laughs> horseshit. And the thing about it is, is like, for me, I had the hardest of times because I'm working for them during my nine to five. Yeah. Okay, my forty hours. On the weekends, I'm doing pro wrestling shows. Yeah. I'm sore as fuck. (laughs) Okay? I'm unloading not just trucks in my department, but everyone else's department because no one wants to pull their load. Then I go out on the weekends, get beaten and butchered. I patch myself up. I have less than a day of rest. Then I come back to work, and I'm hobbling around. I get written up just for how I walk. Okay, everyone knows that I do wrestling on weekends. Everyone knows I do my time doing that as well. So I'm going to be walking funny because I am sore. Okay, you get slammed in a metal and wood ring. Right. With barely a quarter of an inch of padding inside that ring. On top of the weapons that's being used on my freaking fat ass. I'm not going to just balance up like Superman. Okay, let's do it again. (laughs) Off to Walmart. No. (laughs) I'd be crawling in there like Kunta Kinte, okay? I mean, I... Okay, boss. Oh, how? Oh, fuck, shit. (laughs) Yo, I think I got it all, boss. (laughs) Nope, you're getting... Nope, I got written up. Because how I walk intimidated the employees... I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I multitask. I have shit to do outside of things. Yep. Lord, you know. And they think the best compensation for people that work there for a period of time, here's you a discount card. So you can get a good 5% discount on anything you purchase here at this store. Well, what that really encourages is to... uh Take all the money that you're getting from being paid there, mm-hmm. the small little amount that it is, and return it to the company. Oh, 
But here's the funny thing. I took that money, used it for the death mattress, and it used out there. So I went out there, bought cheese graters, fluorescent lights, forks, knives. How about a pizza cutter? Oh, use them too. Yeah. And so <laughs> the, all of our videos was on YouTube at the time and all the all that shit. It's like, you know, brought, you know we joked really is brought to you by Walmart. Stat, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had no clue when they found one of our videos floating around they took away the bundle boxes of fluorescent lights right. off the shelf they stopped selling all together I thought it was funny <laughs> but why don't you tell me tell not just me but them your experiences with Walmart you know I know you had your own little dirty oh, little for me it was a long fucking time ago the biggest thing that stays with me through what I've looked at and the little bit of experience I did have is the anti-union videos. Oh, God. It's the very first thing you see when you're fucking hired is this video propaganda, which I can tell you, at least from Target, probably Walmart too, the people who are reading those scripts, they're mm. union actors. Mm. They're union people getting paid to be anti-union. And the whole point of this is that if the people don't unite when they're working with each other, well, you go up to a boss by yourself and demand a wage, a higher wage. He's going to show you the fucking door. You have to be together and stand for that together because if you don't, you will never get it. No, I was fortunate enough not to get shown the front door because I, I I've bowed up to a few of my bosses up <laughs> there. <laughs> okay, I had one manager, one department manager. Okay, yeah, he, he worked up there with me and stuff, and he was over my department in the dairy department. He he was a little bit older than me by a couple of years. I was in my early twenties and stuff. He was in his later twenties. Has a beautiful wife that works up there. Has a kid with health issues, and he would go around and fuck around on her with all the other female coworkers right. or outside of work. Yeah, and he uses his kid to excuse to get out of work, whatever. And it pisses me off because a lot of times I'm stuck. Me and another person will be stuck doing inventory or doing shit that he's supposed to be doing. Yep. Uh, he got me in trouble for for stupid shit. It was not even my fault. And I cornered him in the fucking cooler. And I just told him how it was. Listen, I don't like you one fucking bit. Okay? Yeah, you can go use your kids, go around, fuck around your old lady all you want. But, yo, I'm here putting in my time. I'm here doing my work. You know? And we're shorthanded as it is. Yeah. We need all the hands on debt. We need to do all this shit and stuff like that. So, I don't fucking like you. You don't like me. So, from now on, to avoid any more fucking problems, you stay on that end of the fucking cooler, I stay on this end of the fucking cooler, and we'll get our shit done. He stayed there for about a couple more weeks, and he got transferred out, thankfully. I've heard that they keep those places intentionally understaffed. They, good goddamn, that's everywhere. Right now, yeah. 
ever since they started, uh, you know, kind of pressing on the whole self-checkout deal. Yeah. The reason why they're doing that, this is, they started doing this when I was working there. Yeah. Okay, so I got fucking word in on this. They're trying to phase out person, uh, personal cashiers. Yeah. And try to force people to use self-checkout so that way they don't have to pay out uh, hourly wages to actual human beings. Human beings so that saves the company money by using the fucking machines. Yeah. Right that. So that's why you see, that's why you see like two to four cashiers and like 20 fucking self-checkouts. And people fucking hate it with the passion. You know? And it's like, you're I go up there on a rare occasion, so like I get stuck in self checkout. I don't have the patience for it. Yeah. I mean, once it starts all fucking up, and there's only like one person trying to help like twenty. Yeah. Other people that's having issues for the same reason. I like tend to just take my fucking boot and kick in the fucking screen. <laughs> you know, I just want to just fucking boot. Just monkey stomp that fucking checkout. I actually like self checkouts. Last me, I know, but the thing Lord is, forbid. The thing is, oh, Jeff, no, <laughs> you fucking bastard. But the thing is that our economic system is not equipped to handle a change from mostly robotic, mostly mm. mechanical. Jobs, yeah, you know, I mean, a change fine. from human labor force to a mechanical robotic human force, right. uh, labor force. I mean, our economy is not equipped to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, heck, if a person wants to go get a fucking hand job, they want to get from a person, not Terminator. You know, <laughs> because we we have this idea that everybody needs to. Make money. Money is fictional. It's a social construct. Yeah. Something that would not exist if we didn't all agree that it fucking exists. Wouldn't be as important as it is if we didn't all say it was important. Yeah. <clears throat> but another thing that people don't realize about Walmart is... And not just Walmart, but other retailers like that. Yeah. Okay. A lot of American uh, vendors retail, uh, you know, business people that are creating all these products that are American-based. Yes. Okay? You had to go to Walmart's headquarters in Bentonville, Arkansas for an interview with their higher-ups to consider purchasing the rights to distribute your product. The problem is they're forcing these people to sell their livelihoods for nickels and dimes, yeah. just for them to try and make a profit. These people don't see a profit out of it. It's like a one-time deal, okay? So all that shit you see being sold at the stores, all that, you know, those people that created those items, you know, yeah. no matter how obscure or, you know, you know, mind-boggling it may be, they're not making any money off of it. Yeah. They basically sold it off to Walmart for next nothing, and then they're making the money. 
And then you have companies that are overseas that sells that you can buy those same products that is being sold at Walmart yeah. through these vendors at a cheaper rate, but Walmart does not want you to know that. For example, there's a web there's an app you can go to called Ally Express. And it's A-L-I Express.com. Or you go to Google Play Store to find an app for it. Okay. These are the same companies and manufacturers that creates anything, everything you think of that's being sold in your adult bookstores, novelty shops, collector right. shops, and even at Walmart. And you go find everything that they're selling here in America, these shops. Pities to the dollar. You're buying it at cost of manufacture. I bought years ago a razor blade necklace at Walmart for ten dollars. Yeah. I found the same necklace on this app, on this website, for only fifty cents. Okay. Walmart is making a nine and nine dollars and fifty cents yeah. markup. Yeah. Off of a fifty cent item. Yep. Okay. That is being made overseas. Think about this, people. And the thing about it is, Walmart was originally created as a company selling made in America products. Well, Not a goddamn else. thing is yep. made in America. Hardly anymore. Yeah. And why would it be part of uh, cheap prices is cheap labor? And what better source of cheap labor than foreign factories? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, I mean, you're getting all these items for next to nothing. Yeah. You know, and I try not to think about like the underage sweatshops over there that, right. you know, so, which we don't know full heartedly that's where a lot of this stuff's coming from. I won't Some be surprised. Some of those places have uh, safety nets. Yeah. Some of those places are uh, extremely flammable and don't have good fire escapes. You know, and, uh, they oh yeah you know why they have the safety nuts because mm. some of those people working in those places try to kill themselves. I'm I'm sorry I I keep just by mentioning that it just reminds me of the new Chucky movie <laughs> yeah. the 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 Child's Play reboot where they're like oh yeah this Asian guy takes a Chucky doll rigs it up to be a fucking psycho then he just jumps out the window to his death you know I was like. <laughs> He just reprograms all the Chucky dolls to be fucking psychos, then breaks the master key or whatever and jumps to his death. It was like, whoa. <laughs> so it was like, Konnichiwa, bitches. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but no, um, there's a documentary people need to check out. It's on YouTube. I'm sure it is. Yep. It's called The High Price to Play for Low Prices. It's a high cost of low prices. But 
And it goes into detail about everything and every aspect of how people are treated at Walmart, how Walmart treats the public, public businesses. Yep. It's a 2005 documentary. And there's even the, the book of it is, you know, inspired off the book. And, man, it, it's, it's something worth seeing, people. So if you don't believe what we're saying, Go ahead and check out that uh, check out the book and the movie itself. I think even back in two thousand five, they were spending over a billion dollars for uh, government programs for Walmart workers. Uh, I was working there around that time, and if there was any government programs for Walmart employees. I mean, like. Walmart employees that were on Medicare and Medicaid and food stamps and welfare because what they're getting from the store is nowhere near enough to fucking live on. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, that, that's true because basically every person I talked to that wasn't a teenager yeah. was either elderly or they had a, a family with multiple kids and they had to feed them all. Yeah. So they're like constantly using their food stamps, constantly using their Medicare, Medicaid. And a lot of times when they use their Medicare, Medicaid cards and all that stuff, it never covers what they needed to be covered. Yep. You know, I need insulin. I'm sorry, but your insurance wouldn't cover it. What? I'm sorry, but this won't do, this won't do, whatever. So I was like, oh. You know, insulin was, uh, God, what's the name of it? It starts with a P. But there was, uh, insulin originally sold for a dollar. Yeah. It sold for a fucking dollar originally. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) Because the guy who made insulin, the guy who found insulin... Thought it should be like sunshine. Mm-hmm. Thought it should be freely available to everyone who needed it. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, people still suffering a lot as it is working for these companies. Yeah. They, local towns and businesses are still suffering from all this stuff. And the thing about it is, the management, good fucking God. They think that they're like walking gods. You know, because they <laughs> have that fucking power. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, we go to uh, management meetings in Bentonville, and we do this, this, this. I talked to them wanting to fucking walk, man. How do you fucking die? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, you see these people, they think they have this fucking chip on their shoulders or they can be able to treat the, the yeah. associates. They're tripping. You know, yeah, I mean. They're power tripping. Well, like I said, this one store manager I had, her name was Teresa Kerr. Yeah. I cannot forget this one, I swear. <laughs> and I want the... A few days after I quit working there, I went back up there to get a couple things. And I was talking to one of my friends I worked with. And I was like, man, you can't trust that bitch. 
Man, her smile's just as fake as her tits. You know, and customers are busting out laughing. It's like, I can't believe you said that. You don't understand. This bitch is like a melted Barbie doll. <laughs> it's like a fucking spray-on tan makes her look like a fucking orange. <laughs> you know? It, that, why do people get these fucking tans like that? Like that song, uh, Black Hole Sun. Yeah. Remember the video for that? Yeah, man, that was a fucking trip. <laughs> and I watched that Beavis and Butt when it came out. <laughs> awesome, you know? Yes! You know. <laughs> I see you have braces. I have braces too. <laughs> but no, uh, I go on the rent and something. To this day, one of my old bosses. I run into him. I don't confront him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm past him. I don't... I, you know, I can fucking care less, you know. But me and my mom and my son like to go to this cafe. He's there every fucking morning. Same yeah. spot right there in the corner. And it's like, you goofy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he is a goofy motherfucker. Yeah. You know? It, it's like... But, you know... I, I, I'm glad I got through working there without hurting someone. Good Lord. They put so much strain on everyone, it's not even funny. It's like, we have to make quota. We have to do yep. this for this time. Go, 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 go. But when it comes to getting the trucks to unload and put the right. product out, yep. dude, customers don't realize what kind of shit the employees or the associates go through working at a Walmart because you know for me working in the grocery side I was working in the dairy department okay yeah. so every other day I get milk trucks coming in from two different companies yeah okay Highland and Borden okay All right the Borden trucks were the biggest because they they were the ones that provided the great value brand milk and the um, the Borden milk. Okay, yeah. so everything was doubled. Okay, so I get like about twelve to fifteen pallets of milk, three rows of three, six high, each crate about. 30 to 50 pounds of crate. I had to hook them with a metal hook and drag them off the pallet by hand. Sometimes those stacks of milk get snagged on a nail and that whole right. thing will come down on you. So our hands get busted up, our head gets busted up because it fell on us. You name it. Highland comes in every other day of the week. Yeah. That's only half that order. So it's like six pallets. We had to unhook them, drag them off, move them to their spot, and we had to fill the milk racks. And you have to, you know, you got to keep counting how much you got. Yeah. And then every day in the evenings, we have to unload freight trucks, okay? Which is frozen dairy deli, which is our trucks late at the night. So when we get off work before we go home, we have to unload that truck 
That's good. Another 12, yeah. maybe 13 pallets at the most, I think. And they range from 1,500 to 2,000 pounds a pallet. And then I have to help unload the dry grocery truck. Again, this plays out to being shorthanded all the time. Yeah. But yet, me and like three other people have to unload all these trucks, move our freight in. But we don't have the manpower to move the freight off the pallets to where they need to go. Yeah. Customers don't see that. So, you know, be mindful customers. If you go to Walmart and employees or associate, sorry, is being a dick to you, it's not because of what you said or done. Nine times out of ten, it's because they're doing all that shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I'm just degressing. <laughs> breathe. Breathe. I, I've heard that they will break people up if they're talking too much to each other. I don't, they do that. I mean... Which, again, kind of plays into the anti-union thing. Yeah. You don't want people talking to each other, sharing what's wrong with the company. Everyone knows what's wrong with the fucking company. I know, but you don't want people talking about it. Or they don't. Believe me, they talk about it. Yeah. Everyone talks about it. But there's, like, certain managers that don't give a shit. And then there's certain uh, certain managers that just... Whatever, you know? Yeah. You know? I mean, like, there's some managers that do talk about that shit. Like, yeah, I just fucking hate this. Can't wait to fucking retire. Yeah. Right. But, uh, I try to make the best of it, man. You yeah. know, just... I get in trouble for bullshit with some of my friends I worked up there with. One of them was an old-timer. And right. Like, cool fuck to me, man. He was yeah. an ex-Vietnam vet, and... Me and him have the same dirty sense of humor, so right. we're, like, huddled up in the break room, just hunched over, trading fucking dirty stories and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, all right, you know. Just, you know, I was like, yeah, fuck these guys, you know. I've just got a couple more years ago, and I'm fucking retired, you know. Like, yeah, all right, man. <laughs> Good for you, you know. Heck, I just talked to him uh, last month, ran into him, doing him up there at Walmart. Yeah. It's like, you know... The last time I went up there at Walmart, you know, he's still a fucking trip, man. Yeah. You know? Oh, I guess. But uh, people do talk about that shit, you know. Yeah. They don't like how they're being treated, but they're afraid of doing anything about it because they're afraid of losing what they already got. Yeah. They don't want to start over from the bottom anywhere else. I've also heard that if unionizing gets serious, they'll actually send people in there to, like, stock the people who work there and make sure they're being watched at all times and just constant surveillance. They do that already. Yeah. They do that already. I When I worked there, I had, I've been approached by people who work for the union a number of times. Yeah. 
you know, they tell us not to talk to anyone from the union or report to us when you see them come in and all that stuff. It's like, yeah. okay, sure, whatever. Right. And then I'll get approached and I'm like, hey, you know, they say their spiel A, B, C. I like, yeah, you know, whatever. Right. Cool. I just listen to what they have to say. Yeah. Answer their questions, just to kind of run them off. I was going to be a dick. Just like, emergency, you know, blood bullshit. Yeah. No, fucking. I'm not buying into their fucking crap, so I'm not going to be no fucking school pigeon either. So, I mean, they got, I mean, most, there's a lot of retailers outside of uh, our state alone yeah. that are unionized. And, you know, I, I just see that. All the reason why Walmart, of all places, is getting butthurt about the whole unionization yeah. is the fact that they're getting called out for all the fucking mistreatment they're doing to the employees to begin with alone. They don't want to be investigated on that. I think if they do get investigated, it will fucking open up a lot of fucking issues. Like, the fact that how the... Surviving Children of Sam Walton yeah, uh, is manipulating the company for their own gain. Yeah, of course. And it trickles down to the employees and the customers and all that. The other thing I was looking at today was uh, Amazon. Yeah. And how those places are set up. <laughs> Man, those places are set up like sweatshops alone themselves. Yep. With miles between workstations and the closest bathroom. Now that's a problem right there. If I worked for Amazon and I'd go to the bathroom and the bathroom's way the fuck over there, they're going to be finding one box they don't even want to pick up to ship. Well, they're already finding bags and bottles and all kinds of other lovely things from what I understand. I'm sorry, man. They're going to be... Someone's going to find a fucking turd in their Kindle, you know. (laughs) Someone's going to find a fucking vintage bottle of wine filled with my vintage urine. You know, (laughs) I am not fucking joking around. They can fucking kiss my hairy ass. (laughs) I swear. And I think once upon a time they actually had, like, shock cars... This is not the Running Man. Certain, you know. Good Lord. Now, now we're making some good time there. A lot going on here. Right, right. But you know, and uh, to go back to the union thing, which I've been harping on a lot in this episode, uh, there was the Amazon strike. And right. uh, there was a guy named Christian Smalls. Yeah. And uh, he became kind of the weed of one of these unions I was trying to form in Amazon. At Amazon. And uh, Amazon basically had the idea to try to paint him as the major force of the union. To try to paint him as inarticulate, dumb, stupid. And... Uh, this was a black dude, so I can see some <laughs> racial uh, 
motivations behind painting them that way. What the fuck's wrong with people nowadays? The racial tension and whatnot. I mean, yeah. Uh, I I call bullshit on that. Shit. And, and more than even profits or wanting to increase their wages, a lot of this was happening last year. When COVID first uh, appeared on the scene and we first started hearing about the fact that we were living in the plague times. And what what, what were they striking over? The most important thing they were striking over? Mm -hmm. They wanted PPE. Which stands for uh, personal protection equipment. They wanted Mm -hmm. masks. They wanted stuff that was going to protect them from this fucking plague. Amazon, from what I heard, was ordering about 8,000 vaccinations. And it's not because they plan to hand that shit out to anyone. Well, okay, the company pit that we're going to wrap off some vaccines. <laughs> okay. Who has number 31? 31? Oh, Susan over in County got 31. You get a shot. <laughs> shot, 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 shot. <laughs> because apparently that's how rampant the fucking plague is in the Amazon workstations, or whatever they're called. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, it goes to show that there's a lot of There's just too much shit going on anymore. Yep. Well, it gives us plenty of uh, material. Yeah. For every week. Well, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> but I swear, some of the people that work at Walmart just flat out gullible. Yeah. But uh, oh man. I just really fucking hate working for that company. Right. Uh, and here's another thing that people don't realize that they do. Hmm. How they sell products to the people. Yeah. I kind of broke this down to you a while back. Yeah. Okay. Everyone's thinking that when they go to fucking the Black Friday sales, they're getting a big fucking deal and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Well... They're buying the shit from damn near regular price. Basically, after the holiday's over with. Yeah. Everything goes back to the low prices. Quote, unquote. But gradually through the year, they keep slowly... Increasing. Increasing the prices for the products month by month. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, the seasonal sale pops up. Oh, well, we're having a big sale. Let's say, for example, you're looking at a basketball, okay? Yeah. Normal price on a regular is probably 10 bucks, okay? Just hypothetically. I'm not a jock, so I don't know shit, okay? <laughs> uh, so, basketball, 10 bucks, flat price, okay? But gradually it grows to well it's ten fifty then ten fifty 
1075, whatever. So by the time a month or two goes by, it's 12 bucks. Okay? Yeah. So everyone's like, all right, 12, 10, 11, 12 bucks, whatever, for basketball. But we're having a big sale, okay? Yeah. Now our basketballs are now down to ten fifty. Oh, that seems like a great deal. So people go buy the basketball right. for about fifty cents or dollar more than what they already paid for to begin with. Yeah. Originally. So now it's down to ten fifty or eleven bucks, okay? So now we start over. And they started tacking on more little by little. So it's like, okay, the next month or two is 12 bucks or 13 bucks. Yeah. Big sale. You know, <laughs> you know we're knocking the price down to 11 or 12 bucks, yeah. which is how much you paid for the last go round, or a little more than what you paid last go round. And. It just keeps building up, building up like that. They build up to a certain point, they cut it back a short bit. They build up to a certain point, they cut it back a short bit. So by the time the holidays get around, that $10 ball will be like damn near $15 to $20. Yeah. Okay? But hey, Black Friday sale. Okay? You can buy this $20 basketball for guess what? $10. <laughs> the 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 point of this is yeah you're not saving any money yeah. what you're doing is you're throwing out more money for the for the illusion that, that you're saving, saving money. money yeah and that's what most retailers do around the holiday season that's how they get the big bucks that's how they get the big bread. Now, when the hot, when the Black Friday sale happens, okay, they'll tell the people, yes, we have this new game system in stock. We have these new flat screens in stock. That's what's on sale. That's what's being advertised. Okay? Yeah. But they don't tell you how much they have in stock. So all those big ticket items only have like five or six of them in stock. Yeah. So you're going down and thinking you're going to buy one. My son's going to get one for Christmas. We're going to be doing all kinds of cool shit. You get there, it's like first come, first serve. This is how much we have. Right? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> so it's frustrating. Yeah. Okay. But wait, it gets better. Then they stock up all this nonsense shit that they have a hard time selling to begin with. In between all the big ticket items. Right. So once all the big ticket items are sold, all these people that are shopping for last minute gifts are stuck with the shit that no one wants. And they're desperate. And they're desperate. So all them unwanted Christmas gifts were because your parents or your family members or your friends didn't really think two shits a fuck about you because they're getting all the fucking crap that... (laughs) Anyone else would want. Yeah. 
That's basically how that shit works. And it works the same way with groceries. Yeah. I mean, that's just something that they do year-round, you know? So if you're going to be smart about shopping for anything, this is the time to buy up anything for the holidays, you know? Stock up. Be prepared. Before they screw you over. Right. Because... Because they will. <laughs> I know they will. Yep. They'll fucking raw dog your ass while you buy you dinner and give you a kiss, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, that's something to think about, people, and get, this helps give you a better understanding of what kind of people the peop, uh, the company Walmart is and how they work and everything. Yep. And I'm not bullshitting. This is coming from the horse's mouth. I've been there first thing. Jeff has as well. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm top mouth like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I remember those uh, those tests, those quizzes, those uh, questionnaires that we had to fill out. What was cool though was. Uh, the only time I ever worked for Walmart, the the old woman, she was an old woman, old boss, she just pulled a bunch of us aside and was like, here's what you need to say. Here's how you need to fill this out. Not me, it took me three tries to do that. Yeah. I was like, that's what we need to worry about here. You know? <laughs> so I was like going in there and my friends are telling me, okay, Answer these questions like this. A, B, A, C, B, A, B. Shot, I got I got a call back? I got a call back! You know? Like, <laughs> I got a call back to some major fucking motion picture, you know? Because a lot of people think getting a call back for a job at Walmart some big fucking deal until they start working there. like, man, <laughs> this is like getting fucked by wine scene, you know? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yay, I, I, I got a call back for Butt Raiders. They're gonna swap me in the, the ass. Ark. <laughs> Lord of the Cock Rings, S Raiders of the Lost Bark, and <laughs> Forest Hump. <laughs> the Golden Years. <laughs> How stupid is, stupid does. Let's keep it up, brother. <laughs> yeah. Lieutenant Dan, you got a third leg. <laughs> and it just keeps getting longer and longer. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, Jose. <laughs> I didn't know you liked chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, I didn't know you liked to watch. <laughs> I, I, I do have some funny stories about Walmart before we get off here. Yeah. I, you know, while I was with my wife, mind you, me and my wife, we, we had some very adventurous times. You know, we, you know, we had girlfriends we shared and we kind of ventured out and did other things. Not going too much into that, though. This is something totally different. During one acquisition... I met a girl and stuff, and 
One of her, uh, her baby daddy was working at Walmart, and he was treating her dirty and all that shit. And guy was very naive, so. Yeah. On his birthday, late one night, when he was working night shift, he parks his car right in front of the door of the Walmart, okay? And he goes to lunch with his boss. So me, my late wife, and her decided to take my footlocker full of 30 years of pornography that my dad sent was surely glad to donate to me. Yeah. All those biker smut magazines and shit. We went up to Walmart with this industrial strength double-sided tape, and we plastered every inch of his windshields of his car with three decades of pornography. Like, the bitches had mullets on their pussies, okay? This is how fucking ugh, cringeworthy. The worst of the worst. And... He comes out on his break to his car to find three decades of porn flapping in the wind. And he gets pissed off because this is his birthday. Yeah. He Instead of tearing all that off, he drives down Charles Page Boulevard to get to my house to confront me. And he finds me and my wife with his girlfriend naked in our bed giving her a massage. Hey, happy birthday, you know. She's going to break up with him anyways. What the fuck ever, so. But he gets back to work. Everyone's laughing at him. Yeah. They still talk about it to this day. He still works up there to this day. That's my funny story, people. <laughs> but I'm Thomas Johnson. I'm Jeff King. This is The, the Godless, Godless Left. Left. Stay tuned next weekend, people. Till next time. Bye-bye.